Hi, and welcome to the Joyous Days podcast. I am your host, Kelsey Williams, and I am so happy that you're here. In this podcast, we will be diving into deep conversations surrounding self-growth, mental health, relationships, as well as many other topics. My intention here is always to create a supportive space that serves as a source of encouragement and helps others to find joy in their everyday lives. So thank you for listening and I hope that you enjoy. Hello, hi everybody. Welcome back to the Joy Stays podcast. I hope that you are all doing very, very well as always. I'm doing very well myself. I am recording this episode on July 4th. It is currently 10.05 in the morning and I am recording this from my car. (laughs) I'm parked at a local park because I wanted to get out this morning and move my body. So after I am finished recording this, I am going to go jog slash walk around the track out here and just get some exercise because I feel very led to do that. And um, I'm trying to do this, these things more regularly. So anyway, and everybody is home at my house. So in order to have a quiet space to record, I have to get creative. <laughs> so if you hear, you know, trains going by or cars or people hitting these tennis balls around uh, not too far from where I am parked, you know what it is. It's because I am out in the wilderness recording this. (laughs) Um, But anyway, I wanted to discuss something today that has been coming to me frequently lately. I have been being made very much aware of the ways, the different ways that people are suffering and especially individuals who I know and love. There have been so many people lately that have just sort of unloaded um, in my presence all of the ways that, you know, they are struggling and feeling inside. And it really makes me sad. Um, But it also really makes me want to help. And that is part of the reason that I started this podcast with this type of content because I know that it is needed and I know that it's needed because once upon a time I desperately needed to consume this type of content participate in these types of conversations um I I still need it and I think we we all do to an extent but you know some years back it was like I was desperate for this type of thing and so it's in a way feels like just sort of paying it forward for all of the people who helped and inspired me in my own life and helped me um, find my way 
along my journey to just an overall sense of well-being and and feeling better. But um, yes, I have noticed so many people suffering in my own life in in several different ways. And I wanted to talk about that. And I will also get very personal in this episode because the other part of this that I want to discuss are things that helped me when I was struggling, like really, really going through it. Um, And I wanted to share some of the things that really helped me in my own journey in hopes that it may be helpful to any of you listening. So um, to start, though, I wanted to just say I know that there are so many tough situations in this world that we encounter. And, you know, despite all of the beauty that does exist in this world, I know that it can be such a struggle. I I know that I tend to talk a lot about, like, uplifting things, and I try to be encouraging and things like that. But I want to make mention of the fact that, you know, it is not lost on me that there's a lot of ugly in this world, too. And and for a lot of individuals, it's not so easy to just, you know, find something positive in their life and and cling to that. So I just want to make mention of the fact that I know that, but I know that because um, I have done that in my own life and that's been helpful to me. So that's why I like to talk about this encouraging, encouraging type of stuff, but it's not to, you know, discredit the hardships that anybody is going through and the fact that there may be moments in your life where you can't see past the darkness, you know. Uh, But that doesn't mean that you will not eventually see past it. So that's just a little side note. Um, But so one of the things I wanted to discuss is struggling in the sense of parenthood and even more so um, focusing on motherhood and what that looks like. And so recently I was at an event and this woman who I know um, approached me and, you know, we were talking and she is a newer mom and she started talking to me about all of the ways that she was struggling as a mother and even so much so that she was doubting her, um, I guess, privilege of being a mother. Like, I don't know who chose me to be a mother, but, you know, sort of feeling like she wasn't cut out for it. And I bring this up to say that I would say probably a good majority of women go through that. As a new mom, you do have those feelings where you're like, 
I, I don't know if I deserve this or I don't know if I can handle this or, you know, I don't know if I can live up to this. And I think that that, that is very normal. And I think that it also says a lot about you in a good way because it's saying that you care, you know, you care enough to wonder if you deserve this, this precious gift of motherhood. And even though it is so beautiful, it is also extremely challenging. And in my situation, I have always had a solid partner by my side helping in our journey, you know, of parenthood. But many people do not have that partner and many people are are being parents on their own, you know, and some, not only do they not have the other parent in the picture, but they don't even have a support system of their own, you know, grandmas and grandpas who come and, and pick up the grandbaby every now and then, or can help them out financially or, you know, anything of the sort. And so I understand the struggle that can come from from that. I also understand the mental struggle that can come from parenting and especially in those very fresh moments, you know, um, soon after the child is born and even into like the first couple years, it can be so mentally exhausting trying to figure it all out. And um, I know this firsthand from experience. You know, I remember motherhood was a huge adjustment for me. It was huge. I was 23 when I had my first daughter. And um, there were moments that I really loved. But there was also a lot of a lot of hard times and just a lot of challenging adjustments, I suppose. So anyway, that is just one of the ways that I have known or been realizing um, the that people are really struggling in this way. And not just anybody, but like people that I know. And this is not the only mother who has come to me recently and just, you know, told me, been very open and transparent about all the things that she was struggling with. And also, I think that that is so beautiful and it's so important um, in our own growth just to be able to acknowledge that and and explain that to somebody. The willingness to be open about what you are struggling with is not only therapeutic, but it's it's also going to help you pinpoint areas where you want to improve. So I love that this individual was so open and honest about that. And with her doing that, I was able to then tell her different ways that I struggled in the past when my children were very small. And I think that that is how we can just really connect with people and inform those bonds and also become aware of the fact that we are not alone in the way that we feel because when you're going through these hard times it can 
so often feel like you are the only one you know you feel so alone like in a room full of moms and you feel alone like you are the only one who's struggling in this way and that's because a lot of people I used to be one of them will put on a front and not tell anybody how much they're struggling internally you know just saving face and and not um not being real about what they're feeling and so then that makes it so that the other women around you feel like they are the only ones feeling what they're feeling because they are like I don't I don't have it together and and they're being open and honest about that but then there's other people who also may not have it together but you know they can put up a good front and make it seem as though they do and so in doing that it definitely um creates more of people feeling just alone in in their feelings and so i think that it is wonderful when we can all be very real with each other and allow the fact to be known that we're really all just trying to figure it out <laughs> we're really all just trying to figure it out and i also think that for me personally i know this has been the case like i remember once upon a time feeling more insecure about just parenting especially when i when i had multiples like when i had my second child very soon after having my first child i remember not wanting to really go a lot of places because they were little first of all and that is just a handful that is just man that's a journey 17 months apart my first two children are and so it was it was very intense uh, like trying to do anything out of the house with like a one and a half year old and a baby and even f just for those first like the the whole first year at least it was very challenging and I very much just wanted to be at home where I didn't have to worry about it being like too much chaos to you know go anywhere outside of the house but um I remember like certain being invited to certain things and not wanting to go if I had to go like by myself without my husband because it just felt like um it felt just like so much pressure because I'm like I don't know how my kids are going to behave and then how will that reflect on me and I'm very far removed from that type of thinking at this point but I think it's it's very um normal and I think that that is a lot of people's mindsets especially as a new parent like being stuck in that mode of the way that your children behave is a reflection of you as a mom and as a person and it's so much deeper than that and I wish that there would be more talk surrounding this and like we could stop shaming each other for things like this you know um I know that we can definitely have tendencies like we see a child acting out and we're just like oh you know that couldn't be me or whatever and in some cases yeah that might be real but something that I have learned is to especially with strangers like you have no idea what could be going on with that child children get abused children have 
so many different conditions and I feel like it's more prevalent than ever you know um children who may be on the autism spectrum things like that where you can't always you you might not be able to tell what they're going through just by looking at them but inside they are you know in a world of um maybe hardships or maybe just not knowing how to express themselves in a way that we deem as acceptable in our society, you know? And so just to like pause for a moment before the judgments and the faces and the, you know, like the whispers, like, I think that we should work on cutting that out because all of this ultimately just plays into making moms feel more insecure and more pressured and it's like I would never want um a mother who is struggling to feel like she shouldn't go out into public because she doesn't know how her child is going to behave because at the end of the day all that is doing is creating more internal struggle for that mother if she is not able to get out and socialize with you know other women who may be able to uplift her or anybody it doesn't have to be women but you know people need to be able to socialize and and be in settings that feel um that feel comforting you know, to them. And just being able to form that community is so much easier when we are not being judgmental about every freaking person and everything that we encounter. So um, that is that. Uh, As far as parenthood and especially motherhood, I see, I see the struggles. And I mean, let me also say, I definitely have my days where I feel like it's a struggle. Sometimes I just want to be left alone. And I know that that's not possible, but it's like, you know, sometimes it it would be nice to have a break. I, I get it. I get it, you guys. So just know if you are struggling in that way, you are not alone and don't ever feel like you are or feel bad for struggling with your feelings of parenthood and you know it 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 is it's something that you know we just we see in such um such this like beautiful exciting way but we truly can never be prepared for all of the challenges that come along with it so yes you you can want to be a parent and still feel like you're having some very hard days while you have received that gift of being a parent, there may still come those moments where you're like, oh my God, I can I handle this? And yes, you can handle it. And yes, it is okay to feel that way. Just be real. Be real with yourself and find people who you can really confide in and and, and get your thoughts, you know, out of your mind and just into a safe place where you can process and be able to really reflect on how you're feeling, why you're feeling that way, and then how you can feel better, how you can do better. (sighs) So along with that, the other way that I am seeing people 
struggle very deeply, very intensely is um, through anxiety. And this one feels so very near and dear to my heart because I think that I have spoken a little bit about this on, on the podcast on previous episodes, but I haven't been fully um, transparent about how I even ended up wanting to do the type of work that I'm doing through this podcast. And I will just start with my own personal journey. Um, I struggled very, very badly with anxiety. And I think I was always, always anxious. Even as a child, I was always anxious. And I know there's certain... There's definitely certain aspects to my childhood that, you know, contributed to that. Um, But just being in a state of constant worry and a lot of fear. And, um, And so it fast forward to, you know, into adulthood, it was still there. It was always there. But when I was about 20, I think I had a panic attack for the first time. And at that time, I had no idea what was happening. It literally felt like I was dying. I'm, I remember, um, going inside of my dad's house and like crying to my stepmom. My, my dad was at work and, and I was, I, she took me to the hospital to say, uh, she took me to the hospital because what I was experiencing was so intense. It felt like I was having a heart attack or I was dying or, you know, I just knew something was really wrong. And so I went to the emergency room and they ran tests and all of these things. And they were not able to determine that anything was physically wrong. And what it ended up being was a panic attack, which at that time I had no idea what that was, but it makes sense, you know, looking back on it because of the way I had been feeling up to that point, which was just very high, very intense anxiety, like all the time, you know, for days and days and days. And so eventually, because I did not have the tools to cope with that, um, it eventually just turned into like this full-on panic attack. And so after that panic attack, I became so afraid of that happening again that it created even more anxiety. Not to mention at that time, there was not a whole lot of talk like there is now. Like you can get on social media and find therapists and, you know, all of these helpful tools to help you, breathing techniques, all of these things that exist today just very much at our fingertips. That was not the case, um, you know, 13 years ago. So I really didn't know. And so I felt very afraid and I felt very like alone, very much alone. And I felt, um, 
I just felt sort of out of control in my own body. Like I could not help my racing thoughts. I I had no direction as far as like where to go from there. And so it was just really, really, it was a struggle for years, honestly. And there was a while where I hadn't told anybody how I was feeling, but then eventually it got to the point where it was so bad that I would just like, I remember just laying with my dad and just crying on him for hours and hours and hours. And eventually he was just like, Kels, like you got, you got to stop this. You know, we got to figure this out. And I remember getting so low to the point where, um, I was supposed to start college classes for, I don't, I think it might've been like the spring semester, And my, I didn't, I just didn't go. I just didn't go. Like I was just like, I, I could, I couldn't, I, you know, like that was, that was a very hard time in my life. And even just talking about this now, because it's not something that I talk about very much, but I want to share this story because I think it's important for other people to know that if you are experiencing this, you can get through it because I got through it and I know how how much I felt like I would never be able to get past that that phase in my life. Like I thought this was just how life was going to be forever. Just stuck in this misery where I was filled with anxiety and I... I thought that's, I didn't know how I could ever get past it, but I am here to tell you that I have gotten past it and you can too. So anyway, um, yeah, I didn't go to school. My mom ended up actually, uh, shout out to my mom man. like my parents have always had my back and I appreciate them so much. So she called, um, the, the college that I was attending and like asked them, even though she missed the first week, (laughs) can she still go? And they were like, basically like, yes, but I had to start going. And so I did end up going. And I remember it being a very big struggle. Like mentally, I just was not, I wasn't there. I was, I was stuck in my head. Uh, again, I had no coping mechanisms, no healthy ones. I think I was probably still, I was drinking a lot at that time, like anything to suppress what I was feeling, you know? Um, so I, I, I did, I turned, I didn't, I wasn't like, uh, drinking all day and night, but I, every day, probably like most days I was having, you know, a couple drinks just to like take the edge off. So, um, And definitely at that point, I was still, I had no children yet. So I was going out a lot and just, you know, not getting adequate sleep, did not have a healthy diet whatsoever, like not doing um, physical activity. You know, I would literally just work as I think I was bartending at that time. So I would work and go to school and have a good time with my friends and then in those moments when I would be by myself, I felt terrible. I felt so alone and, you know, just in a very dark place. So that is my experience. And that is a huge 
reason why I do what I am doing today and why I'm interested in the things that I'm interested in because I felt like I would never wish those types of feelings on my worst enemy. I would never want other people to have to go through that because I don't think that it, you know, people get very, um, people can get very down and depressed and we see suicide happening, uh, very much in our, in our, in our world, in our society. And I, um, I'm just really grateful that I was able to, to come out of that, um, and I want to just help other people know because I I guess my point is I know that some people do turn to suicide in those situations. You know, um, back in when I was feeling that way, I never felt like I was going to do that or anything, but I did. I remember having this moment of thinking like, I now understand, you know, it's so easy to be judgmental of people. Like even prior to me experiencing what I experienced, I had always heard people around me saying like suicide was so selfish. And so I sort of adopted that mindset, not knowing anything about, you know, the internal struggles that people can really be facing. Um, but going through that experience helped me realize like, okay, I I can see how, I can see how people decide that they would rather, you know, not be on this earth than feel that way. So in a way, in a big way, honestly, looking back on it, I am very grateful for the experience that I had. And I did, I came to that point, um, pretty early on in my journey of healing from all of that inner turmoil. I, I really started to realize, okay, maybe I am going through this. Maybe I went through this because I'm supposed to help other people get through it. And then also All of the things that we experience, the very, very hard times, I think it helps us to really understand and acknowledge things that other people are going through. It really adds to our ability to be empathetic and um, less judgmental. So, you know, like I was saying, you know, I, I wasn't like feeling like I wanted to, you know, do anything of the sorts, but I realized, okay, I get how people can get to that point where they feel like they don't want to live, you know? Um, but I, I hope that every single person listening knows that no matter how hard it gets, no matter how dark it gets, you can climb out of that hole And there is light at the end of the tunnel. So I hope that, you know, anyone struggling will just continue to push on because there's so much, so much wonderful experiences and life left for you to live. And um, man, there's always a way out. There really, really is. Patience is 
key and along with so many other things, but I, I just, I really feel, um, passionate about that. You guys, you truly can make it through your hardest, hardest days. Know that when you start to know that and you start to believe that you will see things start to look up for you. I promise. Um, okay. So that got pretty deep for a moment, but yes, I'm noticing other people around me suffering in a similar way that I just talked about, which is like severe anxiety that they feel like they have no control over. And um, so I wanted to just talk about some of the things that really, really helped me in my own journey. And um, when I really needed to just quiet my racing thoughts and find a source of calm, in my life some things that helped me are first and foremost books 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 and more books I remember though feeling like oh when I start reading these books I'm gonna magically feel better and that's not the case so you know understand it takes way more than that but reading different materials, different perspectives, different um, ideas about life. You know, there's lots of different philosophies surrounding life and what it's all about and what we're here to do and all of these things. But um, if you are able to find some materials that really resonate with you, I highly recommend you know, doing a deep dive into different books or maybe it's like different documentaries, different motivational speeches, anything that you feel like, you know, brings you that sense of calm and also is just like really feeding your mind. Like, for example, the way that I know when something is really resonating with me and I know that, okay, I was supposed to read these words or I was supposed to receive this message I will literally get like this swirling feeling inside of my stomach and it's almost like a tickle it feels pleasant and it feels just like I know that in that moment I am supposed to be receiving that message so if you have ever experienced that it really does mean something And um, I would encourage you to just keep on the path of like whatever information you're consuming that gives you those feelings like this was meant for me. I know, you know, I know I needed this. Pursue more of that type of information. But um, some books, I think I listed these in a previous episode, but that's okay. I'm going to say them again. The the very first book I read that was like a spiritual book that really helped open my eyes to some things was called I Am. I don't remember the author's name, but it's like a black cover and I think there's like a yellow, some sort of graphic on the front. It's yellow. Um, and it was just about this man's... Uh, experience where he like had all the things like a house and a job and 
you know, I think he, he made decent money, family, all of these things, but he felt very miserable inside. He felt very unfulfilled and, um, he wasn't sure why. And then I really do not remember all of the nuances to this story, but I know that eventually he was sitting out by a lake. I want to say it was at night, I think. And he was talking about just how beautiful this lake looked. And he was just really like in awe of it. And he had an epiphany, you know, um, a moment of enlightenment where he's just started realizing all of these things about life, like very rapidly. And he said from that moment, he was just, he was changed. He didn't have the same perspective on life whatsoever. And he was really able to see things on a deeper level and think about things on a deeper level. And I think that that is very helpful to us because it helps us to get out of our minds uh, just about like the stupid little things that get trapped in our minds and that we just, you know, play back over and over and over again. Like the annoying little you know, thoughts that are on repeat that are doing absolutely nothing positive or productive for our lives. It helps you to get out of that and it helps you to just really um, be present. At least that's been my experience, you know, the more that the more that I learn, (laughs) like that saying goes, the more that I know or the more that I learn I I know nothing at all it's like it that is the realest thing I've ever heard the more that I hear the more that I learn the more that I experience in life the more that I truly know I don't have an idea about <laughs> about what all is going on here you know I can just have my own philosophy about what I'm here supposed to be doing and that's pretty much it we can think that we know all we want but it doesn't mean we actually know it so you know just being more um curious about life and every single thing around you like <laughs> Like the trees, the plants, you know, nature really helps me to stay grounded in that. Just just being in, in pure wonder, you know, all the time. But I noticed that that really helps keep me out of my head um, with just those like the thoughts that are are not helpful any sort of negative thoughts on repeat and, you know, anything of that sort. But, um, yeah, that book called I Am, that was, that was a very powerful one for me. And that really, that really like got me going on my, on my journey of just sort of coming back into myself, but in a way, in a deeper way, you know, in a way that felt much, much better than, than where I had been for many, many years. So um, then the next book that was extremely helpful to me was called Living with Joy. I believe the author's name is Sonia Roman, or it might be, I, I think I might have, yeah, I might have jotted her name down wrong, but I do know her last name is Roman. 
It's called Living with Joy. She has several books and um Living with Joy was the first one of hers that I read and it was amazing. It was very helpful. Just one of those books you can open any page and there's going to be like a very inspirational quote in the middle of, you know, the regular like part of the story. She has like big words um quoted in several of the pages so you can just flip and like find some inspiration some encouragement no matter what page you land on and I love those kinds of books but that was very very helpful there's also several books by Deepak Chopra that are very just like oh they just bring that sense of calm they they help me feel so enlightened you know and just bring me back to a more grounded place like it's not you know we get so caught up in all of these things that really don't matter and so really just taking those moments to focus on what really does matter is is so refreshing and it's so helpful it's so very helpful think about all of the time that we spend stressed out about stupid stuff like you can be like oh my god I need new furniture. My furniture is just so filthy. There's, you know, this is literally just an example in the first one that comes to mind because, you know, I'm a mom. And so there's like lots of spills and things that can happen. And, and so anyway, you can like literally stress yourself out so badly just thinking about, oh my God, I I need new furniture, but I don't have money to get new furniture. And when am I going to get that money? And I'm going to, you know, that is just one example of the way that like that rat race can start in our minds and just create this whole scenario um, that leads us to feeling stressed. And it's for absolutely nothing. Like it's for absolutely nothing. There's so many other things that you can do. If you feel like you need new furniture, you can spruce it up. You can add a covering. You could just clean it. You you know what I mean? Like it doesn't have to be like the brand new thing. But I guess that comes to mind in part because our world is always telling us that we need new things. We need this. We need that. We need this to be pretty. We need these clothes. You know, just all of these things. And at the end of the day, all it's doing is creating a whole lot of unnecessary stress. It doesn't really matter. Like if you die tomorrow, is it going to matter that you got, you know, that brand new, ridiculously expensive outfit to take a picture in? Like, no, you know, it, it it's just so easy to get caught up. But make sure you're checking yourself if you start feeling that way. I know I have to do this a lot. Like a few uh, uh, sessions of scrolling, like on Instagram, I can leave there. If I'm not being conscious of what I'm consuming, very easy to get off there and be like, Oh my God, I need this, 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 I need to go to this place. I need to travel here, you know, cause you're just being so flooded with like other people's highlights of their lives. And you're like, I want to do that. You know, I, I want that thing. We have to be very, very careful very careful, especially, especially in our current times where this is being forced on us, you know, that we need these things or we should do these things. Check yourself because the things that really matter, 
a lot of it's not going to be causing you stress, you know. <laughs> um, okay. So, the books. Those are a few books. Um, some other things that have really helped me, and I hope that they will help you as well. Learning that I am not my thoughts and I do not have to give power to the voice that tells me negative things about myself. I'm sorry, there's a very loud train going by right now. So, um, so yes, I do not have to give power to the voice that tells me negative things about myself. And essentially just coming to the realization that I can make my mind work for me. I do not work for my mind. Do not be a slave to your mind. You have control over your mind, over your thoughts. And when you feel like it is taking over, you have to find healthy ways to redirect and to get yourself back in a position where you are in control and you remember that you are in control. Do not let the negative self-talk take over. And if you happen to get any of those thoughts, you don't have to believe it. You can just like learn to be like, shut up or like you're wrong, (laughs) whatever you have to say. Seriously, whatever you have to say, um, keep it moving, you know, because it's not true. It's just like that part of our minds that's always trying to, it thinks it's trying to protect us um, by like keeping us in this safe space that we are um, comfortable in or that we're used to, but it's, it's not... It's not usually helping us. It's just keeping us stuck. So um, gain control over your mind. And for me, that was one of the most powerful things ever because I really never took the time to realize. Plus, I was very young at the time when I was going through my hardest times. um, I didn't realize how much control that I had. I literally was just like, oh, that thought came to me. So yeah, my, like that, that's true. I could never go and pursue this dream or I could never, you know, not feel how I'm feeling now. And it's just, it's just lies. It's not, it's not reality. So keep that in mind. Um, another thing that is very helpful is moving my body exercise. Even if I just sit down on the floor at home and do stretches for 15 minutes, 10 minutes, literally anything like that. It helps take your mind to a different place. It helps you to relax. There's different breathing techniques you can do. Look some up. My husband read this book called Breathe and he's been telling me about it and I'm sold and I really, really want to read this book very soon. But it's like, Oh my gosh, I guess it goes into major detail about just the way that our um, our breathing patterns and the different techniques affect us like on a mental level, physically, all, all of that type of stuff. But like 
the whole point of the book is like the art of breathing. It really, really is an art and you really can like have some incredible um, benefits when you learn how to control your breath more. So that may be something that you want to look into because I even, I heard the author on something that my husband was listening to. It was just very brief, but he was talking about the way that it can literally change your life. And I believe it based on the things that my husband was um, talking about from the book. So yes, that's something I want to learn more about and you may want to as well. Living a healthier lifestyle has also been very helpful and I still have a lot of areas where I would like to improve uh, as it pertains to this but you know getting adequate sleep drinking less alcohol um, eating healthier foods all of these types of things have really really I've noticed a huge difference in my own life and um it's important, you know, especially I know when we're going through challenging times, it's so easy to just self-medicate, but like, especially with alcohol, um, alcohol is a depressant, so it's really not going to be, you know, it's not the answer. It's not the answer. Meditation can be very helpful when you really, get better and better at, you know, being still. For me personally, guided meditations are where it's at for me because I tend to be like have a hundred things on my mind and a hundred things that I want to be doing like all the time. But I have noticed um, when I do the guided meditations, there's actually, there's a podcast that's just, it's just solely like guided meditations. I will, I will, um, Maybe I'll add it to the notes or I'll just add it on Instagram or I'll just bring it up in the next episode. But um, it's it's so, oh, I use it a lot and it's very helpful for me. So guided meditations or any sort of meditation um, is, it can really, really, really be helpful. And then if you really adopt it and begin practicing that daily in your life, definitely can be transformational. Um, and then for some people, medication may be helpful. I do not want to, um, encourage nor discourage this. I think that this is something that everybody has to sort of, um, you sort of have to just take into consideration. It, it There's so many different things that people experience. And I just, I used to be completely against it. And I, I have used medication um, and there were ones that did not help at all, but then there were ones that have, drastically helped the quality of my life. Um, like for me personally, anxiety and depression is something that is very prevalent in my family on one side. And so there's so many individuals on this side of the family who struggle with, um, different mental illness and, and different conditions. And so, um, 
I started learning more about it and I was learning how there literally can just be these chemical imbalances and not to mention things from just like traumatic situations that can cause people to be just always stuck in this fight or flight mode. Um, But I am also aware that there are so many other ways to help yourself without using medication. So um, like I said, I have tried both things and I will not recommend either or, but it is just something to have on your radar. Um, And then lastly, being honest about how I'm feeling has been everything for me just being real about it, not trying to hide it. Like if I'm in a moment of panic or I'm just feeling really anxious, talking about it, you know, I'll talk a lot to my dad or my mom or my husband or my grandma or, you know, I, I am fortunate enough to have like a really incredible support system. Um, but just being open and honest about it because when you when you try to suppress it it's like it's literally just growing inside of you little by little it's not going away you got to deal with it you have to whether it be journal whether it just be like sitting somewhere quietly alone with no phone no computer no nothing just allowing your thoughts to come to you so that you can realize the patterns of your thoughts and the things that are consistently coming up for you you know to help you pinpoint what is um what is at the root that is causing me to feel the way that I am feeling. It's so important to be able to determine what is the issue, what is the deeper issue here, so that you are able to really acknowledge it and then work through that. So those are some things, you guys, that have helped me in my in my journey and when I was very, very much struggling internally and mentally. And I just want you all to know if you are struggling in any of these ways, it will get better. It, I promise it can get better. So please know that, keep going, keep growing. I am happy to... Um, chat with you guys or share some of the resources that I have used. If anybody feels led to reach out to me on Instagram, again, my name on Instagram is at Kelsey Yvonne. Um, I am happy to just have deeper discussions with you guys, you know, or if you just, if you need to vent, if you want, um, if you want to talk deeper about this specific subject, reach out to me. And I I would love to be of service in the way that I can. You know, like I said, I am not a professional. I do study these things in school currently, psychology um, mostly. But yes, I am not a professional. I am just really here to offer support. So that is that. But um, yes, if you guys enjoyed this episode, I would greatly appreciate if you would hop on Apple Podcasts, leave a five-star review. I'm sorry, a five-star rating. 
a review would be wonderful and also share it share it on social share it um with a loved one and um let's just keep on uplifting each other and helping each other through these struggles that so many of us have faced or are facing i am going to leave it right here thank you so much for listening i i truly am sending you all so much love so much so much positivity and joy and just all of the most beautiful things in life and i will be back soon with another episode until then sending you my best peace Thank you.